Welcome to Values Over Vanity. This is your girl, Francia, aka Franny B. And I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Um, today's episode, uh, you know, my birthday just passed. And as I am getting um, older, you know, as the saying goes, as you get older, you suppo- you get wiser. And I'm realizing for me um, what wisdom I have learned uh, up to this point. That is, for me, 2024 um, for 2024, I want to really get connected to and be present to who am I and um, what makes me um, become afraid of what am I afraid or ashamed or embarrassed or vulnerable about and so this episode is going to be called um, your vulnerability is your strength or being vulnerable is your strength or um, I'm using it, it comes down to um, being vulnerable and their strength in vulnerability as I am reading this book by Brene Brown called Daring Greatly um, she's diving into vulnerability and how um Every single one of us are kind of afraid to be vulnerable. And because we could be embarrassed or shame or we don't know how to act when we are vulnerable. And there's so many different ways that we can look at being vulnerable. And for me, it is about... Being that little girl and, you know, it goes back to that inner child and, you know, not wanting to cry and not wanting to seem weak, even though sometimes you do feel weak or even as that adult, you know, being embarrassed to ask a question or say something because... You feel like you're going to be laughed at or you're going to be judged or condemned. And I want to go back to why I feel that that way. What caused me to feel that way? Because I feel like I've lost a lot of opportunities in my life. Because I didn't want to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Um, Some things that. I've let pass in my life because I didn't want to be a failure because sometimes you, you can think that being vulnerable causes failure and I want you to be present to not being why you are being ashamed why you are ashamed or embarrassed to do what you want to do because even some people that have 
that look like they have all this confidence are just going off going off of it based on you know them being vulnerable in that moment and and them showing up as themselves and that's for me that's what I really would like to be present to being vulnerable is my strength seeing things that I wouldn't normally say because I I'm afraid of the reaction or I'm ashamed to say those things or you know I I am embarrassed to look a certain way and I realize that there's so many people out here that feel those feel that same way and because of me seeing and doing and acting the way I I act is gonna inspire other people to not be ashamed either and I'm I want to follow people that are authentic that speak their truth and are vulnerable and and are not ashamed not not in a way that you know that you you're coming online because I I saw a couple of people come online and are crying on camera and sometimes it feels so forced you know and I don't want to be pretending when I am being vulnerable I want it to come naturally and authentically and some people take a camera and start and cry on the camera crying because for attention you know what I mean and I don't want that I want it to flow naturally I want when I am saying something that I just become emotional out of the blue because of what I'm saying or what I'm thinking in that moment I don't want to have this big performance where and not everything that when you're vulnerable with is going to make you emotional or cry but for me I realized that I have held in a lot of my emotions and because of that I I perform you know and there's some people that don't like criers or they don't like emotional beings But I feel those people are totally disconnected from their own emotion based on their lived experience. You see a lot of people that I saw a lady the other day talk about when she goes to a mall, she keeps seeing disabled people. And why does she always have to see disabled people? And she feels like that's that's her truth and that's her authentic she's being authentic and people are in the comments saying oh I feel the same way you know and I'm like how are you okay okay there's something underlying where you you are so upset to see a disabled person in public 
You have no compassion. You don't have you have no empathy for that disabled person. How does that disabled person feel being at the mall and being judged? You know how hard it is for disabled some disabled people to even want to leave the house and for them to leave the house and to be judged the way how you are judging them and then you're saying that that's that's your you that's you being real that's you being authentic you have to look inside of yourself to see why you feel that way about another human being another person that most likely is going through their own struggles and their own trials and is being vulnerable by even leaving the house to go and shop at a mall and be judged from people like you like there's there's such a lack of empathy and compassion on this earth and people think that they are being authentic by coming online or being even not even coming online just being okay in an open space and being rude totally lacking compassion and i'm like what is going on in this world so much judging and condemning of innocent people that can't even help the fact that they they're disabled in a sense like i don't know i i feel like our society is the foundation that our society is built on is superficial and this is why i created this program values over vanity um because what value what are what are your values what are your morals what 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 is right and what is wrong in your eyes and and how do you reconcile with that lack of compassion just wanting to see pretty things all the time i'm like for real I, when i look at myself in the mirror i i i'm reconciling with my naturalness my beauty my my flaws you know like accepting that my flaws are perfect regardless and it's very hard to look at yourself and see some parts of you that you really don't like and want to change and then being able to say you know what this is me and accepting those parts of myself that others might not like and because a lot of the times the judgment that I the way how I judge myself is the way I think others will judge me so it's like accepting those parts of me that others might judge and that's part of me being older and wiser that's part of me getting out of my head and creating and stop creating a negative narrative about myself and you know i a lot of people that know me might see me come walking or talking and coming across as 
as you know confident and and don't get me wrong there's parts of me that really shows up confident but there's some parts of me that mm, 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 I I wish I was able to speak more confidently in in a public space Uh, like I watch storytellers and I watch people giving speeches and I'm like wow I wish I was able to speak like the way that they are speaking but as I'm listening to Brene Brown who um did a TED talk and she was talking about that TED talk and how nervous she was and how you know she got on that stage and she she became vulnerable and in her vulnerability she got the courage to speak she got the courage to look out in the audience and see people as human beings and i you know i do interviews and i do interview prep as part of my my business and one of the things that i always want to relay to my clients is People that are sitting across from you are are humans. Just because they have maybe they have a job or they're in a managerial position or they have these letters behind their name, you you, you, you be present to those things, but also be present to the fact that these people are human beings and they have issues just like you and me. They have flaws just like you and me. And the minute that you start taking away um, all of those things from individuals, all those titles and sets and race and class and just see others as human beings, you're going to be standing face to face with your reflection. Some of the things are, some of the People that you're going to meet are things that you are afraid of about yourself and about others. So this is going to make you courageous to face yourself, to face your fears. Some people are going to trigger things in you that um, that are going to bring out the greatness in you. And, I, and the greatness in you are you being present to your fears. I, I, me being present to my fears is one of the things that I, 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 I want to be courageous to. Being present to what am I afraid of and why? And how can I heal those things to become more fearless? Because I really do believe in this life journey is about overcoming overcoming your childhood fears know that you are adult you are an adult you know children are afraid of a lot of things and if we don't overcome our fears as children they seep into our young our teenage years our young adult years and our adult years and even in our elder years if we don't overcome certain things in our lives, over our, our lifetime, those things are what we are going to die with. And 
I'm realizing more and more, like, you never die. So whatever you, and I told my mom, whatever you are afraid of in this lifetime, trust and believe they're going to show up in another lifetime. Because if we are spiritual beings having a human experience and things in this lifetime we haven't overcome, I, I, I'm going to, I truly believe that they, those things are going to follow us until we learn the lessons, until we learn to overcome some of the aspects of ourselves that have held us back from being our true authentic self. You know, it's like, as I said, in 2018, after waking up to and becoming present to who I am, living and, and realizing that I was living an inauthentic life. Like, really and truly, my head was so buried in the sand. I get up, I had my ups and downs, but I never was present to my ups and downs. I just was able to move on from certain things, you know? And moving on doesn't necessarily mean that these things are gone. You can move on from something that have happened in your past, but the energy will always follow you. And I'm realizing that now more than ever, it's, it's about resolving or reconciling with with your past. Because even your past is always following you. You know, like that Final Destination. I never really watched that, but I remember my, my best friend watching that Final Destination movie. It was like they beat death, but death was always following them till they die. Get it? And it was that to me, that energy is, is whatever you have left in your path that you have not your past that you have not reconciled with will follow you the energy will follow you you may leave somebody in your past but you may meet somebody in your present moment that reminds you of someone in your past you may have an experience of in the present moment that you have had in your past because you have not resolved that issue and I'm getting this this download really and truly people come into your life as a reflection of your past that you have not reconciled with and sometimes you get new experiences but in those new experiences are lessons that you need to learn from your past. Your past is always following you. Your past is to help you remember what you have gone through and 
what you have overcame, but it is also what you if you can keep manifesting your past if you have not resolved the issues in your past. You will get in arguments. You will meet people that love you unconditionally, appreciate you. People come into your life for a reason, a season in a lifetime. And, and those reasons are because of something that you haven't resolved in the past. The seasons are because of something that you have resolved in the past. And now you're living a new experience based on resolving those things in the past. And your lifetimes are the wisdom from the season from the from the reason and the seasons. So it's life is so beautiful, but we have made it so complicated as a species. And really truly when you think about what you have experience and what you have overcame from when you were back then to where you are now it's like we, we focus so much on the negative and not wanting to forgive just talking to one of my childhood best friends and you know and she was talking about uh, some relationship. It's not a relationship. Some some gender, some man that was triggering her, triggering her. Um, and I said, "There's a reason why you are why he's triggering you, though." And don't realize that trigger is not about him. That trigger is about you. A lot of the times we think people that are pissing us off and that are getting us angry that we lose our patience with and we see that we see the people people that are acting horrible and you know like rude and ignorant and and I'm, i'm realizing more and more a lot of the times those people are to remind you of yourself those people are to help you become patient not only with them but be patient with yourself because that emotion that negative emotion that is rising up in you from other people is affecting you it's affecting your health your mind your mind your body and your spirit because if somebody can upset your spirit like that that means that there's something in you that needs to heal and i told my friend that and she looked at it through a different lens and she said, you know, for 2024, she's going to try um, approaching a situation or people different. I said, who knows? Maybe when you heal whatever it is in you, you heal that person as well. Because you never know, you might be blocking your blessing. This guy might come to block your blessing and you were allowing him to block your blessing. Because of the way that you are acting with him. So, heal that. You can set a boundary with people without being rude. You know what I mean? I set boundaries. Actually, I set a huge boundary. And, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh my God, maybe I did. Maybe I set that boundary too tight. But, 
it's about respecting yourself. And that's what I told her. I said, when you respect yourself enough, you're not going to stoop to other people's levels. You're going to recognize that. A lot of the times, those people that are ignorant and that are rude and that are obnoxious, obnoxious, obnoxious. I can't even say that word. But either way, you know what I mean. Um, it's a personal battle that that person is going through with themselves. Something in them need healing. When you hear misery, love company, people's spirits are miserable because of something that needs healing. And I don't care what other people say like i was one that me and my friends we and i was we were talking me and my friend was talking about that i said yo i'm too old really and truly to gossip about others now i realize that there's people people are going through some hell of a things and just because some people have it all it looks like they have it all on the outside the nice car the nice house the the the, the job the the, the the man, the relationship, woman, whatever, the beautiful jewelry, all these things doesn't mean that, you know, that they're fully whole and complete or they think of themselves as whole and complete. They could be filling a void with those things. And for me, like, I, if I, if, when I started waking up in 2018 and I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, I have my job, I have my car, I have my house. I just finished a long-term relationship a couple of years ago. So I'm free. What 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 is this? What I'm I should be happy. I should be on top of the world. And when I realized that there was a deep void inside of me, a deep sadness. Losing my dad, my best friend. I still have my friends here, my best friends here, and you know, I have my mom and my daughter and my family in Barbados. I travel to Barbados regular and often, and I, I'm generally a happy person. I like to joke and stuff, but I realized that there was something in me that still felt sad, you know. So I really had to go back and reconcile with 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 what was really what, what what was really happening with me. Why was I sad? Why was I? And you know, it, it, it stemmed from my childhood, not being emotionally connected with my mom um, and my dad. You know, them being physically there as an only child, giving me everything I wanted, like. Or even things that I didn't ask for, I got, you know, basically silver spoon, child, only child, with everything. But still, I created this idea in my head that I wasn't emotionally connected with my parents. And, and maybe I, I, a part of me was not, to be honest. And... And that healing, that this healing from 2018 to now, have allowed me to really be vulnerable, being on online, being creating a podcast and talking about about my life and myself. This is a huge step, and actually, it's very healing. I I want everyone to 
to be able to speak and express themselves the way that I am doing because for me it is so empowering and inspiring to be able to come online and just speak about me and about my relationships and this is part of my vulnerability this is part of my strength this is what's making me so confident because now I, I, I am not ashamed to say what has happened to me or how I was as a little girl and there's a lot of people that are, that are still afraid to speak like this and I want to help you uh, when you listen to my podcast I want to be able I want to be there to support you and pull that space for you and you know empower you and inspire you to go on and don't be ashamed of who you are don't be ashamed of your lived experience don't be mad heal that that's your strength if you're able to empower somebody else you have you have done your job you don't have nothing to be ashamed of you know, when I growing up, I hear my mother say, oh, that person need a piece, of, bit of shame bush. And, you know, I'm like, that is such a negative thing to say in a sense because you, that person not having any shame. I mean, I get what she means, she was saying, because a lot of people are doing things shamelessly, like shamelessly. They're crass and they're classless, you would say, right? That's what she was talking about. Those people that need shame bush because they 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 would act a certain way. But in a sense, you know, you have to admire those people because <laughs> they just don't care. And they have come to a point in their life where, you know what? Judge me if you want to judge me. This is who I am. I'm showing up as this person. And a lot of people are are ashamed of themselves because they, they, they can't show up the way that person shows up. You know, you know I was listening to, um, reading a book, a conversation with... God and by Neil Donald Walsh and he at one point in his life he was homeless and he said you know what it takes to be a homeless person in today's society it takes a confident person to be homeless and I I was like what what does that mean I mean if you think about it Beg somebody for spare change to sleep out when there's um like homeless shelters and stuff sleep out in the but a homeless person is not gonna see that see it that way or even a civilian, uh, some people in the population is not going to see a homeless person that way. They're not. They're going to see them as bums and, and don't want to have a job. And, you know, 
you, you, you have to be a mentally ill person as well to, to be homeless. And there's two sides to the coin. To let everything just go and to beg, to beg someone takes courage. Think about the ta- a time in your life where you didn't even had a penny, but it took so much out of you to ask for that help. Think about a time of that, that, like that. I, f- I think I find it very hard to ask for help sometimes. I, I, I find it very hard to ask for help. Because you don't want to bother anyone. You know other people are going through their own stress in their life. And you don't want to burden them. So you suffer in silence basically. But like ask and you shall receive. That's one thing that you know. If you ask somebody and you don't receive it from that person. You ask somebody else. That person might not have it to give. They may seem like they have it to give, but they, they probably could be playing a part to look like they have it. You know what I mean? And they might not be able to give it. And I think that a homeless person, if you sit down and you talk to a homeless person, you will find that a homeless person have so much wisdom to share so much storytelling to share. That's why a lot of homeless people have, when they give a testimony, or like when they when they talk, when you give them an opportunity to really talk, uh, like on TikTok, you see a lot of people uh, interviewing people on the streets and stuff, and the stories that they can tell you are so inspiring, and. I, I, I suggest we do not judge a homeless person. We are too quick to judge a homeless person. A, a homeless person, a vulnerable homeless person can give you an inspiration that can last you last you a lifetime. And maybe this is an opportunity for you to really talk to someone today that you wouldn't talk to. Get to know them. Someone that trigger you. And that's why I told my friend. I said. Maybe instead of. Being triggered by that person. Be inspired by that person. Look at that person through a different lens. See where his ignorance and his arrogance is coming from. Maybe he have a, a childhood wound. Like a mother. A mother. Um mummy he might have mummy and daddy issues and then that's what she told me he does have mummy issues because he was the only boy in his family growing up with among all girls and you know the boy is supposed to be you know but the mom chose the the daughter like the, maybe the older daughter or the younger daughter over him so he's growing up with resentment issues to women even his, in his including his sister because his mom chose her over him so that could be an issue so I, I all of this to say is 
to let your vulnerable um your vulnerability be your strength look at it through a different lens ask yourself what are some of the things that I am embarrassed to share what am I I'm ashamed of about myself what are some of my weaknesses what what are things that I don't want to say to people or what is my perception of myself regarding my weaknesses and I'm telling you when you start looking at those things and building yourself up based on those things those weaknesses can transform your life and be the strength be the catalyst to help you throughout your life life journey so i i i I don't want to go on. I think I have, I, I have said enough. And I, I'm hoping and hopeful that in 2024, that you remember who you are based on where you came from, from your childhood to who you are now. What relationships has helped you and what relationships has hindered you and what relationships are still following you to heal and hit and mend. Let your past weaknesses be your strength for 2024. I know I am. I know I am. I want to be able to speak more publicly to people. And in a room full of people, I want to leave, I want to inspire myself to inspire others and and be given the opportunity to walk in rooms and speak my truth and be a purposeful a purposeful passionate soulful individual who speak to people's hearts and light that fire inside of them to do the same to others you know, before I go, and I, I'm wrapping up now, and my friend always used to say, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And I recognize, I, I really do appreciate that because it's such a hopeful feeling to know that there's light at the end of the dark tunnel. But what really, I have looked at that and I've changed up that thought now and I'm like, you are the light in that dark tunnel every step that you take you provide the light to see the end of the tunnel you light that spark inside of you and go forward in 2024 and plant those seeds be like a a light you know what is it called a light light bug be that light bug that shine in the darkness so others can see and be inspired. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to Values Over Vanity. This is your girl, Francia, a.k.a. Franny B. Thank you and goodbye.